Recognized nationally for excellence in clinical care, Lord's Health System. It's time for Lord's Health Talk. Here's Melanie Cole. It's a fact. Women athletes and women in general are more prone to suffering certain sports injuries than their male counterparts. My guest today is Dr. Kristen Herbst. She's an orthopedic surgeon with a specialization in sports medicine, arthroscopy, and shoulder surgery at Lord's Health System. Welcome to the show, Dr. Herbst. Let's speak about women and sports injuries. Why are women more susceptible to certain injuries than men? The number one injury that is different between males and females is ACL tears in the knee. And um, females are at two to eight times greater risk of ACL tears, and there's a few reasons for that. Um, number one, they have some anatomic variables that contribute to this. Um, in general, we have um, increased joint laxity in females, meaning their joints are looser. Um, and so this is a predisposition for ACL tears. Secondly, um, there's been a notable difference in neuromuscular control, meaning the body's ability to control the, the uh, muscles and the joints in things like jumping and running activities. Um, and then lastly, um, there are some anatomic variables with the width of the female hips, the notch within the knee where the ACL lives. Um, those are all things that increase the risk of ACL tears in females compared to males. And are we seeing these ACL problems just in athletes? Is it what causes the ACL tear? You've spoken about the differences and our biomechanical differences and the laxity and such, but what movements predispose us to these two? ACL tears are usually seen in running and cutting um, activities. In males, a lot of times you'll see an ACL tear in, on a football field because of a contact injury. In females, it is more commonly seen in a non-contact situation where they cut and they turn and all of a sudden they um, lose control of their knee and they tear their ACL or they come down from a jump from a basketball game and they land awkwardly. And those are the two highest mechanisms. So what can women do to reduce this risk? So there's a lot of prevention programs for ACLs right now, and there's four main principles to each of those prevention programs. They concentrate on balance, strength, proprioception, or the body's ability to um, land where it's supposed to, and plyometric training, which is um, jumping and explosive movements. So how does a woman start to go about looking at these if they don't know how to do plyometrics and they don't know what proprioceptive training is? And even if they're just a woman who likes to play some weekend games or even just go to aerobics class and do step classes and things, they're still predisposed to this injury. Sure. And a lot of these programs, I, I really suggest you can find them readily online, but I really suggest getting in with a um, health professional that knows these programs and can guide you with these exercises. A huge portion of this is learning how to land correctly. You can't do that by looking at yourself critically if you don't know what you're looking for. So it's really important to get a physical therapist, an athletic trainer involved. And a lot of um, places locally offer these kind of training programs. Um, like I said, large physical therapy or sports conditioning places offer specific ACL prevention programs. And it's really important to get involved with someone that knows what they're doing and they can guide you in the right direction because just doing these exercises on your own, unless you're trained right, um, can often not do as much as it needs to do. Dr. Herbst, because women's bodies are more flexible than men, does that mean we're sacrificing strength and stability for that flexibility? Well, in general, um, 
it is a proven fact that no matter how much you weight train, females will ultimately have about 30% less strength than males. That's just the physiological, um, the way it is. And um, that involves the upper body more than the lower body. But in general, we just have less muscle mass. Um, the cross-sectional muscle mass in males is about um, 60 to 80 to 85% more than what the average female has. Um, and that's just something we can't overcome. So we have to do things like train our bodies to land appropriately and work um, efficiently to be able to overcome those things. Now, what about other parts of our body, the shoulder or the feet? Are we more susceptible in these areas as well? There's a couple of things in the shoulder that women are more disposed um, um, to, specifically um, frozen shoulder and impingement and stuff. Those we usually see later in life. We don't see those in the young, active individuals. Um, but, you know, usually it's knee. Knee is the number one difference between males and females. And then sometimes if you have spot feet or pronated foot when you ambulate, um, those things can come into play as well. But that's across the board. So what about treatments for these kinds of things? Are you an ice person? When someone asks you, should they use heat? Should they use ice? If they're sore after working out, what do you tell them? So ice is um, stops the inflammatory process. So I do encourage people to, if they're feeling sore after a workout, if um, they are, have any swelling or anything like that, to definitely utilize ice. Heat is more useful in terms of trying to warm up, get the body ready for stretching exercises. Um, so I usually encourage people to use heat prior to their activity and ice at the end of the day, at the end of activity, anytime there is any swelling notable. Doctor, what about bracing? When a woman comes to you and asks if she should use a brace, does it decrease the ability of the muscle to perform its own work? What do you tell them about using a brace? So if there's a notable laxity in that patient, there is definitely a ligament that is loose, whether it's been stretched out from an injury, whether they are just that way naturally, I will utilize bracing. If they, um, a lot of times people are like, can I just wear a brace to make my knee feel better? Knee braces don't control pain. They only control movement. And I only utilize them in someone recovering from a specific um, knee injury, a knee um, sprain or ligament injury, um, or someone trying to get back to play after those injuries. Then I gradually wean them out of it once their muscle um, control is back to where it needs to be. Do ACL injuries heal themselves? And some of these injuries we're discussing in general, do they heal themselves or do they require treatment? So ACL tears do not heal. Um, that's been proven in the literature. They've gone, you know, different ways with it in the, in the past. And ultimately, it, ACL tear will not heal on its own. If you want to stay active, if um, you want to continue to do running and jumping and cutting activities, that ACL tear does need to be addressed surgically. Um, there are other ligaments that tend to um, heal on their own, ankle sprains, and um, there's different grades of ankle sprains or sprains in general. And oftentimes, if the ligament's just stretched out, as long as you do good formal physical therapy that can um, compensate for the new laxity after that injury, a lot of times the body will heal just fine and recover from that as the um, ligament scars down versus actually um, the ACL needs to be repaired and reconstructed surgically. And while we're talking today about acute injuries, certainly chronic injuries with any kind of activity you do repetitively are a risk, what do you tell women, Dr. Herbst, about cross-training and trying new things so that they don't do the same thing all the time? 
Yeah, so um, the injuries we were talking about before are from, you know, sudden injuries, whereas tendonitis and overuse injuries are from repetitive motion or repetitive activity over time. And those things um, do become more prevalent as you become um, more active, as you become older. And the things that we need to do to avoid that, like you said, is is cross-train. There are different ways that you can exercise your body without doing the same thing over and over again. You can utilize things like Pilates and yoga to um, give the body a rest, but at the same time give it an active recovery. You can do things, um, get in the pool. You can, you know, use the bike instead of just running all the time. Um, There are definitely things that you want to do to kind of incorporate other exercises to avoid the same exact thing over and over again and lead to things like stress fractures and tendonitis and um, other more, you know, serious injuries as a result of the same activity over time. And in just the last minute, it's such great information, Dr. Herbst. Tell us a little bit about Lord's Health System Sports Medicine and why people should come there for their care. So we have a great uh, sports medicine program. We have everything from the non-operative care. Um, we have physicians that specifically um, specialize in ultrasound-guided injections and PRP injections and utilizing biologics to be able to help you heal to the orthopedic sports medicine side of things where we can incorporate, you know, your if you haven't um, completed rehab and are not doing well, we can give you surgical options. If it is a specific injury that needs surgical intervention, we have that available. Um, we're on the forefront. We're using all updated um, th- um, techniques and equipment, and uh, we really can provide great care from the beginning till the end and get you in the right physical therapy program and back on the field as soon as we can with it being a safe return. Thank you so much. You're listening to Lord's Health Talk. And for more information, you can go to lordsnet.org. That's lordsnet.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.